Oh. Uh... Becky and Cam hotline. <laughs> Hi, hurry up. This is Becky speaking. Cam is also on the line. What's your problem? Hi there. Becky and Cam hotline. Did you like that? That was really good. Take a big slurp of that tea right now. There mm. we go. Oh, coffee, Java. Oh, God, the life giver, huh? Mm-hmm. A touring comedian's life source. Oh, yeah. If, you, if you're a comedian on the road, two things you need, high-speed internet and high-quality coffee beans. Absolutely. And a soundproof toilet. <laughs> Are you in Adelaide? I am in Adelaide. I guess we should tell everyone. So Cameron and I are coming up to a very busy period in our lives as stand-up mm. comedians. We're going to be touring sometimes together, but um, at times apart. And that means that we're unable to go into the studio and get those beautiful calls. So we are just going to have to sometimes have podcasts where we fuck around and just play and talk yeah. and we're hoping that you stick with us in that journey knowing that the, fo- the other format will be back yeah the form- knowing that you, it will be back don't freak out don't sit there freaking out at home and thinking okay i've just gotten used to the format and they're abandoning the format we're not yeah, abandoning the format we're not and don't rip out every single hair on your head in a frenzy yeah, I can, kind of i can see breakdown. you're all Fists balled, you're standing up, you're pacing around, you're punching the walls and cushions. Don't do that. Just honestly, just chill out and just relax. Totally. You've gone silverback gorilla mode. You need to chill out and be more like. Go sloth mode. Just go go full sloth sloth mode. mode. (laughs) Yeah. Just lay down and just freaking chillax because we will get back to the normal format. But for now, as Becky said, we're on the road. This is Becky and Cam on the road. Totally. And, and we might even change the name of the pod to that for a little while. Yeah, and we might even <laughs> invest in, um, like, sound Bitumen. equipment that we could, like, <laughs> install into a car and we drive around and maybe that's the show now. Yeah, like, that. we kind of reserve the right to just sort of change things whenever the hell we want. And we. You know, we do we do what is in our hearts. We don't cater to you. Like, thanks for listening, but you're not our boss. We don't have any. We don't have a boss. The only boss that we have is the um, God. yeah, the Lord Almighty up above, who tells us <laughs> how to behave and how to be morally correct and upstanding as human beings. Yeah. So yeah. I've had a really crazy couple of days, like just in the worst mood and like just bad, bad feelings. Like, like what's the dark. going on? Well, I don't know. Like it, it started when I left home and at first I just thought, Oh, I don't want to, you know, I just didn't, I really didn't want to leave, you know, my home and my cat and stuff, my, my boyfriend. So I was like, Oh, maybe it's just that. And then, I just, it was darker and darker and I like was so angry at everyone and I got into my hotel room and it was like a nice hotel and every tap I turned on was boiling water. (laughs) Like it was real demon shit. (laughs) What do you mean? Like not boiling. Boiling, boiling, like like to the point of boil. (laughs) Like a kettle, 
like a kettle was pouring out. Yeah, think kettle, that was my tap. Think lava, tone it down a little bit. (laughs) Think um, tomato and a toasted sandwich, you're halfway there. You're halfway there. Okay, good. (laughs) Think liquid napalm, you're spot on the money, spot on. It was just so crazy. Like, and I don't know, there were just a few things where I was like, oh, you know, and I just had, I was in Melbourne, I was doing this awful, like, corporate kind of thing and it was just so horrible and demoralizing and like I had to perform comedy in front of like these people like I can't really say the company but it was just I just felt like such a loser and it just kind of pervaded like I, and then I, ch- I checked into I, I got to Adelaide because I'm here doing shows and I checked into my Airbnb and I was looking forward to it because like I kind of paid more than I normally would and it looked really nice. And when I got here, it was just the most creepy, weird place. All the people, like, I couldn't leave my accommodation to get to my show because there was just a guy, like, in underpants outside my place going, Dana! Dana! For, like, half an hour. <laughs> and he is performing at the bridge. <laughs> and he's doing really well. He's selling really well this year. <laughs> There's but, something in the air, dude. I don't know what it is. Like I, I've been in this increasingly bad mood all week. Yeah. And I was supposed to be in Victoria right now doing some like roadshow gigs, but they got canceled because two of the comedians that I was traveling with got COVID. Weren't funny. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't funny enough. <laughs> And so I ended up working this weekend to try and like, you know, like fill the money void that I was losing. And it's just like grim. It's grim. I came home last night and all I wanted to do was just put on some music and have a drink on and lay down on the lounge and like lay down. But my fucking Sonos speakers (laughs) wouldn't connect to the Bluetooth. And oh I started going psycho in my living room. I was just going like, oh, fuck, fuck, fuck you. I've spent so much fucking money on these fucking Sonos speakers. And I was trying to get the, oh. resetting the Bluetooth. And it kept being like, have you changed Ethernet cables recently? And I was like, I haven't changed fucking Ethernet cables. And I was like unplugging shit and lugging these things around the room. And then Alex just like was like, oh, God, fuck this. And so she just went out on the balcony and had a drink by herself while I was just on all fours, <laughs> plugging different cords into different speakers and running a cable to my fucking modem and trying to get it all working. Oh. Nothing's easy. I just need I need things to be easy because nothing's easy. The, nothing is. But like the inside of my brain is like a mess. So I would love the outside life to just be so simple and breezy. I know. And that's how when I, it's you know, not. Bluetooth has sent me into like actual just existential fucking, like I've yeah. looked up the guy who um, invented it and tried to find his contact details so I could send him an angry email because <laughs> it's fucking annoying that he's like a millionaire and lauded yeah. as this tech you yeah. know, like, oh, you came up with this amazing technology. You didn't. Yeah, he it's doesn't not know amazing. how to figure it out. It never works. It's patchy. and It's just crazy to have something that it's like, oh, by the grace of God, it might work. Yeah. That's crazy. It's it should absurd. just work. 
And you know what? Like the magic of it is is exciting. When it does work, you feel like you can't even understand what's happening. Like, it's not that fucking exciting. It's just like the radio, except sometimes it doesn't work. <laughs> it's the radio. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. It is the it's radio. Just, it's just, different... it's just like radio waves. Like yeah. you just harness that and go on. Hey, I'm, I'm putting that in all of your fucking equipment, by the way. That's in your toaster and your fridge and your phone now. I know. He's so annoying. I've looked him up. He's a fat slob from the Netherlands. <laughs> oh, you Dutch prick. Fuck off. And he's making so much money. Oh, he's know. pretty much retired. And he's yeah. and he makes a real point of, like, not having much about himself online. And, like, it must be because he knows him. we hate him. Yeah, people <laughs> would kill him if they knew what he looked like and they saw him on the street. I'd kill him. If, yeah, <laughs> I would. It'd be so good to just hold his face under the tap, and it's just you just watch his skin be, boil and peel off his face. <laughs> you know, that that would be good. But yeah, I've been the same. Like just kind of in a, in a and just and I got to this Airbnb. It's so creepy. It was clearly like an. It feels like something that would be in like a psych, psychological thriller. Like it kind of it's like this eighties nineties gritty. Like I got in and there were four dead moths on the floor. I'm like, great. Not good. Like that's not a good sign. It, you know, every Airbnb has a fucking artwork of a high heel. It's always like a little high heel, and it's got something like "style always lasts" or some shit. <laughs> you know, and it's like a couple of books stacked up and a high heel on top. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. that type yeah. of artwork? And it's, mm-hmm. it's often like it sort of goes hand in hand with like the Marilyn Monroe yeah. kind of like. Yeah, it's um, it's very like a corporate version of what sexy is. Like I yeah. read and I wear heels. Yeah. It's like oh, Parisian, God. like Parisian, but it's uh, Adelaide. Yeah. If there's not a Le Chat Noir poster framed up <laughs> in an Airbnb, then I know. <laughs> I know I'm not in a good one. Um, so oh. you're in Adelaide, though. We love it down there. I'm in Adelaide. Yeah, the shows, like, it's kind of, the shows have been great. Like, they've been full and stuff, and they're definitely, like, they're going well, but they're also, like, there's a lot of work that needs to be done. Mm. Like, it's it's kind of, it's good. I'm not falling back on anything old or whatever. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm steamrolling with the new, and it's exciting, and I feel like already I've learnt. Like, you know, I'm glad to be doing it, but I think there is a weird, like, feeling in the air. I mean, it was really, I kind of think it's the moon. I put a call out asking people if they think it's the moon, and I got so many messages, more than anything I've ever posted before, of people saying they feel like shit, if they're the same. I've talked to some comedians, like I was talking to some comedians, and they were telling me about these horror days they've had. And as they were telling me that, I saw a producer, this woman producing this show. She was standing there. And as we were talking about how, like, nightmarish the last couple of days have been, I saw a possum run towards her and scurry up and, like, try and attack her. What the fuck is going on? I don't know, but it's so, like, weird. And apparently it was the moon. Like, there was a weird moon. And it was really intense. And because I called my manager and I'm like, I just feel so shit. And I was like, I know that there's a moon, something happening with the moon. And she went into like manager mode. She was like, okay. um, Okay. I'm going to try okay, and yeah, call I'm the moon. I'm going to figure out the moon's deal. Yeah. She, she, yeah she's like, I've got NASA on, <laughs> on the air. 
<laughs> yeah, but it was really like she genuinely in all seriousness as well was like, okay, yeah, I've looked up the moon. Apparently there there um is a really weird full moon, but with it brings change. So there will be a changing energy. I'm like, okay, Holy when shit. when do they say that's happening? <laughs> that's so funny that your manager now just has to be like um across <laughs> the paranormal and the and supernatural. The <laughs> I, I know. like her job is just to book comedians into gigs and stuff like that and now she's like doing tarot readings and she has an orb (laughs) yeah it's so funny uh, i don't know and like yeah it's it's actually really spooky this airbnb like it's really big and it's dark and it's kind of got like glass doors everywhere that look out onto this corporate garden but being alone here at night has been so terrifying that like I haven't really been sleeping because even last night I made um, a comedian, Sarah Gall, walk me home and, and check it out to make sure there weren't murderers inside. And then I and then she got an Uber home, which was so nice of her. Check out her show if you see her. But after she left, this beeping went off, like this beep, 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 and I walk out onto the balcony and there's this man standing there and he's quite good looking like but you know when people are so good looking that it's like like often a serial killer is really good looking people say that i don't know if i 100 percent buy that but i know what you mean i know what you mean Mm. like people will sort of you know claim that ted bundy was attractive but i don't see he was he was fine he was fine he was just young he was just young and had good skin but he wasn't yeah he wasn't that. He's not a 10 or anything. But, you know, like, but you see, like, I feel like in culture there's been attractive murderers. Yeah, it's, it's when actors you know, play murderers, like, you know, like Christian Bale in totally. American Psycho or whatever. But, yeah, I know exactly. vampires. So yeah, I get you. I, yeah, vampires. So, so he was standing out there. He's wearing all black, just him on the street, and he's quite quite strikingly good looking. And... And I, I and I look out and the beeping's happening and he looks up at me and he goes, don't worry, I fixed it. And I'm like, oh, oh, what was it? Like, you oh, so scary. And apparently it, like, it was just some, I don't know, fire alarm or something. But then he was like, what are you doing? And, like, I was just like, oh, me and my friend are here. Like, I'd say, like, you know, trying to make it out like there was someone else. But it was just his the way he was. But you know what? A lot of people around this time fringe it brings out the freaks it brings out the loons mm. um mm. and but i was terrified like i i i went to bed my heart racing feeling sick like i was going to be murdered um but it's all good our friend sophie arrived today so now i feel a lot safer and now i can kind of enjoy the creepiness that's of the good place. now it, now if there is a murder at least two women will be getting murdered instead of one exactly yeah. i know i kept being like i'm so glad you're here i've been scared i'm gonna be murdered every night and she's like cool great so i guess i'm the sacrifice <laughs> <Great to> or <laughs> <laughs> but they can't kill both of us oh like, they can they can and they um can they? Yeah, oh yeah Oh, yeah, the nurse murders. Look the nurse murders up. One guy killed 16 in a night. It can be done. Two's a cinch. What? Yeah, two. 16 in a night. Why didn't they work together? <laughs> you know, women, women women need to work that together. That was the beginning of women needing to work together. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, they were probably like, I can change him. And then the next one was like, I can change him. <laughs> hey, uh, I had a funny, I had an experience during this um, writer's room that I was doing during the week that made me think of you. There was this guy in the writer's room who he's not a comedian, but he's like around the comedy writing sort of space. 
and mm. he gets allergies, really bad allergies. <laughs> and not the kind, mm. you know, like I, I get like sinusy. That sounds like a comedy writer. That checks <laughs> <Yeah>. out. <laughs> like I get, I sneeze and stuff like that. But his allergies are like, he gets rashes Annoying. and things, things <gasps> on his face start like, um, swelling up and shit when he's like nervous or when he's around oh, certain foods or dust or whatever. And um, <laughs> so like all through the day, I just slowly noticed that his eye was starting to explode. Like <laughs> it was happening so slowly and so subtly that no one was really clocking what was happening, but his eye was just oh like slowly God. bulging like out of its socket and getting all red and like all like puffy all around the <laughs> the eyelids and like no one was saying anything i don't know if it was out of politeness or out of like they weren't really noticing yeah. it happened <laughs> but it's like maybe maybe if you say something it <laughs> <laughs> like and he kept scratching it too like i was like he knows something's happening oh. and then like an oh hour before God. the end of the day so like four o'clock someone new walked into the room to say hi to everyone and like went around the table saying hi to everyone. And then they got to him and just went, Whoa. <laughs> and they were like, they're like, what's up with your eye? And he was like, what, is there something wrong with my eye? What's wrong with my eye? And he started looking around and then everyone just all at once was like, yeah, your eyes really gross. What's going on with your eye? <laughs> your eyes all red. Oh my God. He was like, what's, what's happened? What's happened? Like trying to touch his eye and stuff. And people were like, don't touch it. Don't touch it. It was really good. Oh my god! That's the ultimate that fear. Poor man. Yeah, the ultimate fear is that your eye is bulging and no one's telling you. <laughs> it's like a comedy movie, like someone getting more and more stressed and their eye bulging. It's like uh, it reminded me of um. There's something about Mary. Yeah, it's something about yeah. Mary. Yeah. It was like that. Last like it looked on. like that too. It was really oh hideous, gross thing. Oh, and what sort of set it off? Do you think? I think stress. I think um I think it was stress related, <laughs> which is even worse. Oh, what if it's man. like I mean, every time you pitch a joke that that bombs, your eye gets more and more bulgy and red. So funny. Also, I got given it's, a um real life problem for us to solve. Someone who didn't call in, oh. but someone who gave it to me. Okay, great. Let's do it. I also have um. I have something I want to bring to the table, but let's do yours first. All right. Okay. Well, this will, I think we can solve this one relatively quickly. This was uh, a listener of the show. A Bam Bam spoke to me after a gig at the comedy store the other night, and she said mm -hmm. she's been with her boyfriend for almost a year, 11 months. They don't live together, but they spend almost every night at one of each other's house. And yeah. she is feeling like she needs to have a little space or maybe stay over there a little bit less because he keeps doing really loud rank farts and burps um in his sleep, in his sleep. yeah and <laughs> she was like she the way she described it to me was it was sort of cute and funny at first but now it's really disgusting and oh infuriating and she said that one night he farted so loud that she checked to see if he'd shat the bed oh my god 
that's and is that the only is that the only reason she needs space well yeah she i was asking him like so do you like um everything else and she was like he's great he's an awesome boyfriend great guy but i just don't know what to do about this fighting situation has she what about diet i that's exactly what i suggested i was like maybe we need to work on this guy's gut health yeah, and what did she say? Well, she said that there is like a, they're both kind of eating pretty badly at the moment. Okay. Well, I guess that's probably because I don't know. I mean, what's worse, like to tell someone you want to spend less time together or to, to kind of enforce a diet? I know. I think it's all awkward, but maybe I kept thinking maybe she could try to act as if it's a proactive thing for her as well. Like to go, I think we need to, I'm feeling bad about myself. I think we need to change our diet um, and not have as many gassy um, (laughs) foods and drinks in the house. So is she not telling him as well that? I think she said she, she told him a couple of times, but he's just like not really, he can't do anything about it. He's like fast asleep and doing right. these like huge booming farts God, because I awful. think my theory was it's because he is holding them in when he's around her during the day. And then at night they're just like yeah. just zooming out <laughs> and bouncing around the room. Oh, I mean, that that is a theory, but they would, uh, they surely would have some time apart during the day, like going to work and mm, stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, that's true. But then I guess you can't really let them rip at work either. <laughs> but it, I do think that diet, although, you know, my boyfriend's pretty gassy. He doesn't, I don't, he's not one of the best, I don't know. I mean, how bad is their diet? She just said they've been eating pretty bad since lockdown. Like they got into some bad habits and they've been. That was two years ago. Yeah. It might just be one element. Like I think you could kind of eat badly and not fart that much. Like it could just be like a milk thing Mm, or or it could be. um, It's so funny that milk is always the problem. It's always. Milk is always the problem. Someone's had too much milk. I know, the cows are so mad that we're stealing the milk from them that they're like, well, it's going to make you fart and it's going to give you complaints. (laughs) And it's going to give you milk throat. Yeah. And then Dido's like, thank you. That's what I wanted. That's actually the basis of my career. So thanks, cows. So thanks, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm not sure how to fix that. I think it's it's always hard to know because you don't know their dynamic, like, I would purse by 11 months. I think I could maybe not like, it's funny what you can and can't say to your partner at different periods of the relationship. Mm. Like 11 months, you are still pretty like, well, you're still honeymoony and you're like, don't want to be too control, like controlling or whatever. How could you even bring it up? Like, I don't, I can't even imagine a world where I would have to bring up, Hey, we need to talk about, your nighttime farts. <laughs> like, so how do you even start that conversation? I think, well, I think she should try like um, a few nights a week cooking like a, a nice meal that's like, it's not hard to have like a yummy meal that's also healthy mm. and see what that does on it, even just with a healthy dinner. See what that does to the tum. Cause it, it yeah, yeah, treat it like a little experiment. 
Yeah, mm. and like like a, a scientist with a beaker bubbling over and yep. kind of yeah, you know, like treat his asshole like yeah, like that. Treat his asshole like. <laughs> And like a potion, a yeah. It's a, like yeah. a potion bubbling over a Bunsen burner, and you're adding different totally. ingredients and trying to get it to even out. Yes. And keep little notes in a notebook that's like which foods make the farts <laughs> worse and better and stuff like that. And while you're doing this, also make sure your sex life doesn't fall to the wayside. That's the problem. That's an, yeah. that's something that I was worried about for her, which was that. It, this would start to cause resentment and then their sex life would kind of dissipate. Totally. Like <clears throat> on his, from his angle, it's like, you don't want to feel like you're with me, mommy, who's like, you know, wait, we have to eat healthier. But then mm. also like she shouldn't have to put up with rank farts where she thinks he's shut the bed. Like that's awful. <laughs> <laughs> that's really horrible. Or... What? Well, I was going to say she could start having like night terrors and start screaming in the night. <laughs> and then that way he, oh. he doesn't want to sleep over at her place anymore. True. So Scream. they get, they get space. Um, mm. All it's going to do is like, you'll need to do it three nights in a row. You'll need to pretend to be asleep and start screaming <laughs> and thrashing yeah. about. And then all of a sudden you don't have to bring up that he farts and nearly shits the bed all the time, but he'll bring up that he wants space. So, yeah. And even though that'll be a little annoying to you to, mm. for him to think he's making the call, like yeah. you know that you, you're making the call. Yeah. I guess it's just like how important he is to you. And that sort of love is, is letting go of certain things because you love them. Yeah. Yeah. And love is also <laughs> embracing, embracing the different bodily smells and sounds that come out of your partner. To an extent, to an extent. I mean, I do think that's like sometimes, oh, like this sounds so gross and weird, but like sometimes when my boyfriend farts in bed, it's like, I love him. And I'm like, that's cute. Mm, sometimes yeah. a little nighttime fart is so cute to me. Yeah. I feel it the same way. Him. Like if Alex snores, like does a snore that wakes mm. me up, um, for a second, I'm annoyed. And then immediately I'm like, that's so cute. And also it's so <laughs> nice that I share a bed with someone and that I, I oh my have God, I someone miss, here. I miss my little cat and like my little family. It's so nice when you're all in bed together and you're like, oh. Yeah, I know. know. It's the best. The little, the, the sounds and annoyances of family. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sentimental at the moment too. During my period of craziness, like I was just openly crying in the airport because I was like, I want a baby. Yeah, I think you should have one. Mm, I will in a few years, but I don't I will think in I can a bit. do it right now. I will in a bit if I want to. <laughs> I want you to have but, one like yeah. this year. No, this year's too soon. And you won't, like, you'll get jealous of it, I know. I won't get jealous of it. I'll yes, be like will. friendly with it. I'll be courteous. But I'll that's be... what I mean. You won't fully embrace it and that will annoy me. No, I'll, I'll like shake its hand and I'll <laughs> say hello and ask it a would question you, or two. Would you rather me have a boy or a girl? <clears throat> I think you'd be threatened if I had a boy. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true. Um, yeah. No, I would uh, love a little fella. I'd love a little fella running around. 
But a, you know, a girl would be cute. I think a girl would be so cute. A girl would I'm be cute, mean. but then your big concern would be when she comes of age. No, she's, that's not my big concern. <laughs> when she's, you know, 18, 19, 20, she starts getting a crush on Uncle Cameron. That's your big concern. <laughs> that's not my concern. <laughs> oh I think it's, it's on a subconscious level. It might be no. your concern. <laughs> no, it's not. That's not how it's going down. In, yeah, I know. I know. Nothing will ever happen. Right. But, but you're concerned <laughs> <laughs> that it would. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So. Fucking No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I just I'm mucking around. Yeah. I'm having a bit of fun here. Yeah, having a bit of fun away from my butt. I wish we were in the same room. So I know. when am I seeing you again? Oh my god! I just I just saw a man get violently attacked by a magpie in within my. I'm watching it right now. No way! You're oh lying. Oh my god! I'm yeah, seeing you it's... next weekend. By the way, at that wedding. Oh sweet! Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Yeah, that'll be good. Are we gonna get lit? Lit, 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 lit. Get lit on the clit. <laughs> We make the wedding all about ourselves. Yeah, well, we'll figure out a way to do that. So we can, <laughs> we'll find a way. Um, so, yeah. what's your? What was your idea that you were going to bring to me? Oh, it's 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 possible that we've talked about it before, but I think it's kind of it's possible we haven't talked about it on the podcast. And there's been some really lovely podcast fans that have been coming to the shows. I met this couple in particular, and they were so great. Like, just actually genuine like I feel like that about a lot of our fans that you could just be friends with them like sometimes totally. I meet them and I'm like oh yeah we could like hang out like mm. and we did sort of walk to the garden together and they were so sweet um and funny and stuff anyway I was telling them about something that happened to me a few years ago here no it was like two years the last time I was here like two years ago and I did I tell you about how I saw lizard man and he was looking really sad. So Lizard Man, for my memory, is this a guy that has been, he's covered in tattoos? Yes. To look like a lizard. He's, yeah, and it cost him a lot of money and time. Mm. And he's covered completely in tattoos. He's, he's even had horns put in That's and right. his tongue has been split. He's got the bumps underneath now, the skin, which are like little implants to look like, like lizard, lizard bumps. And his tongue got... They split his tongue up to look like it's They split forked. his tongue. Yeah. Yes. So, and when we say they, like he did, he spent money to do this. No, he did. No one forced him to do this. No, he he willingly and like to be cool, to be became a lizard. Cool. Yeah. He thought it would be cool <laughs> if he was lizard man. Yes. And look, like, I think when you grow up, you know, and it, he went off, like he was really, they did a vice thing on him. Yeah. I think he, he was in um, like Ripley's Believe It or Not, or um, maybe maybe even Guinness, like the the bastards at Guinness World Records. I have a feeling they've <laughs> given him a bit of press and stuff. Totally. Mm. And for a while, for much of his 20s and I imagine sort of 30s, he was king shit. Yeah, he was the he coolest, was traveling around. coolest guy in town. <laughs> Like, no, he was. And it's like he had so many people coming to his shows. He was mm. like a real celebrity. What was his he's show? Like, like, what did he What did he do live? He's, he's, he, he, like, throws cha um, chainsaws around and stuff, I think. So not like, lizard-based things? No, it's yeah. Daredevil. It's Daredevil 
Babe. I thought he'd like sit on the sit on a rock under a hot lamp. No, no, it's nothing. Darts around. It was important to him that he be a lizard. So for some reason he needed to be a lizard, but he was just doing classic daredevil shit like swallowing fire and juggling a chainsaw and stuff. Exactly. And in saying this, I've never actually sort of fully engaged in it. So Mm. I I think that's the I think that's the story. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so like he's yeah, he's sort of king shit. He was king shit. Like he was like hooking up with all these hot burlesque girls, like Always had some pretty young ting under his arm. Unbelievable. You know, and, like, and like I gotta tell people at home, look him up and just sort of think, okay, this guy's getting laid all around the world. And it's he's sharpened his teeth. He has Yeah. He has, has he horns, he has like yeah, weird fucking tongue, and he's like getting laid. Like look him up and just sort of go, Okay, this guy has sex with with cabaret yeah. girls. This is crazy. But you but you have to understand that in these sort of fringy, freaky circles, mm. um, he stood above the rest. Because he was the he looked like be- a lizard. Be- yeah, because he was kind of cool and stuff. So it says anyway. on the, on his Wikipedia page, sorry, that he is a professional freak. Yeah. That's what his job description is, that he's yeah. a freak. He's a freak. But I think yeah. he has skills as well. He has mad skills. Like, well, according to Wiki, his skills are he can do fire breathing, sword swallowing, laying yes. on a bed of nails, human dartboard, yeah, um, and all that, and flesh hook suspension. It's oh, all that shit. It. You I see it, it every Fringe Festival, and you feel like sick. you feel sick to your stomach. Yeah, <laughs> I hate mm. it. Um, I just you know, and it's not any. So this is it's kind of a like heartbreaking story. So. Two years ago, I so my experience of Lizard Man was the show off, show off kind of show pony, um, walking around like you know puffed out chest because he was king of the fringe. Mm-hmm. Now, when mm-hmm. I saw him last, he had he was buying a kebab and he had a, a big hoodie on, mm-hmm. and he kind of looked sad. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I clocked it, and I was like, that's weird. But hmm. I was like, I guess, <clears throat> I guess, you know, he doesn't, he, like, he's allowed to get a kebab and just kind of, like, chill. Um, yeah. But, but something, something, you know, I clocked it. I, I put it away to think about another time. Anyway, I was talking to someone else who knew the story. And apparently, I think we have discussed this maybe on the pod. Do you think? I don't think Possibly so. Not. I think okay. I have a feeling you've, we've talked about the lizard man in the past, but none of this is ringing a bell. Okay, great. So. Apparently the story is that he doesn't want to be Lizard Man anymore. He's like in his 40s now. He wants a wife. He wants to settle down, but he can't get a job because he's fucking completely tattooed with a split And And all he wants is a normal life and a family. (gasps) (laughs) But this is the other thing. Because at one point he was making all this cash, he wasn't paying taxes on it. He was kind of this carny life, like never thought about tax. He has a massive tax bill. So in order to pay off this tax bill, he has to continue being a freak. Being the lizard. Being the lizard man to pay off this tax bill. But all he wants is to like be at home on the couch watching maths and stuff. Like he doesn't want this life anymore. 
but he has to go out and, and, and he doesn't want people to be like, lizard man anymore. He's like, I just want to forget. He just wants to be the man man. <laughs> yeah, he just wants to be a man like wearing a suit, clocking in, clocking out. Yeah, with like a normal tongue that's just one <laughs> thing, <laughs> one bit. He doesn't want it to be two bits anymore. And that's what, because I'm like, when he eats the kebab, how does, like, you need your tongue to be, <laughs> the tongue one is bit. huge. Do they move independently? I like, don't are, you, are you able to use them as like pincers and stuff? Or <laughs> fucking, I mean, I mean that would take a lot of time and skill to be able to develop your tongue muscles to work independently. But I, I do pity the lizard man, and we all should. And what he represents is the um, Faustian deal that we all make in show business, which is I want to be successful, I want to be famous, but. At what cost? Exactly. And for many people, the cost is um, your dignity or, you know, your financial security. For him, it's literally his fucking body. Like he's I know. given it, he's given his body up for our entertainment. And guess what? We're not even that entertained. I know. It's kind of scary. <laughs> yeah, it kind of freaks us out. Like a guy putting a knife down his throat or laying on a bed of nails. It's not, this is not the frontier like we're not the 1800s where the freak show rolls through town and we're exactly. all excited we don't we can see movies now we can like go to I know. and we see like bands. the freaks we want to see are just like crazy people on a train like we don't yeah, need yeah. a lizard and you know what i think is it's also like when you go and see those fire people and stuff it's so intense but all the only way you can kind of watch it is being like they fucking love it they love this mm. shit. They get off mm. on it. They're so into yeah. this lifestyle. I don't want to see a man who's like mm. on the brink of tears in tax debt who just wants to get married and find a lady. He hates and like, it. He hates putting the sword down his throat. Like now it's awful. Now Yeah, it's now like it's just cruel. torture. You know? Yes. Like, it's so – I think it honestly is one of the saddest things I've ever heard in my life. I, I, I weep for him. Um, we both do, man. and we all should every night weep for the lizard we man because he's out there. He's out there roaming the fringe festivals of the world looking for a wife, and none oh. will take him. Don't you think it'd be a great TV show? Like Lizard Man tries to get a job. Or like yeah, lizard one, man, episode. one episode. I don't want to see a whole series of it, but I would watch one hour long episode where we follow the lizard man oh in trying to enter the corporate world and he does get a job and it's like he's got the suit on but still lizard face the bumps the split tongue i could see him in telemarketing actually it could i think be a like sketch yeah it's more like, <laughs> it's more like a four minute sketch maybe than an hour long program yeah i mean i i i do weep for the lizard man i <laughs> think do. it's we weep for the lizard man and honestly like tragic. i would be sad if he heard this episode yeah, because I, I I do feel like it's a little bit bullying, but I I also think it's kind of amazing. Like it's an amazing sort of full circle. And and I must say, like to bring it back to me, like I I do, I, I do like performing, and you know it it is so like overwhelming when I go and do my shows, and people have come out, and it's so sweet. But and I love doing it. But as soon as the show's over, I just want to be you know, catch up with a friend, have dinner, go home, watch TV. Like, I don't want to be – I love having my separate life. Mm. I feel like – There's no 
There's not even an equivalent of this for stand-up comedy. Like, it's not like if you do stand-up comedy, you have to get a microphone (laughs) surgically sewn to your hand and and you can you can only start sentences by saying like have you ever noticed or whatever (laughs) you can you get to leave you get to take off the lizard costume and just go be becky you know when you're done he lives in he lives as the lizard he's buying kebabs as the lizard he's doing shits as the lizard you know he's oh he's just he's scrolling through netflix trying to find something to watch all the while he's a lizard Exactly. And it's like all he ever needed was to be heard and seen Mm. because, and that's why he got into being a performer in the first place. This like need to be like seen and stuff. And he just took it way too far. Yeah. He took it too far. (laughs) And like, no one asked him to do this. Mm. And we kind of, we would have gone and seen you swallow the sword just as a man. Yeah. Or maybe not. Or maybe not, you know, and And (laughs) I mean, and such is the sort of, like Sophie was just saying before, like she saw someone post their Adelaide Fringe pass, and it's like the Garden of Unearthly Delights, and Gross. it's just so like too sexual for me. You, it's too sexual. It's like this place where these freaks like come alive, and I'm just not really into it. Like, oh, and then I sometimes I am like I'm like, oh, that's kind of cute, but it's this weird like mix of the freaks doing their thing, and then just bug-eyed drunk you're you're people. um a couple of years ago i did a fringe show in the garden in a tent like one of those tent shows and mm. i had to time my hour because i knew that at a certain point the burlesque show started in a tent next door and this big loud brass <laughs> band would start playing and then also at another point there was a guy out front on the grass just cracking a big bull whip for people <laughs> And so I'd have yeah. to like, I had to move my set around. Cause I'm like, I know that the bullwhip is going to start cracking here. So I need this joke <laughs> to finish. And then I need to, I know that I, the loud music is going to start five minutes from the end. So I need to like be done a little earlier. And then at the same time, <laughs> like same one year, same festival, the fucking, they have the V8 race on during the fringe festival as oh, well. Clipsal, yeah. So then like half an hour yeah. into my show, a V8 race started going off oh. the driving right next to my tent. And I was just like, Oh God, this sucks. Oh God. Comedy needs to be indoors. Yeah. Well, I'm so lucky cause I'm at Rhino room, which is its own. Venue. Yeah. I did Rhino the, the year like, after that. It's so good. Totally. It's such a blessed relief. Like I went and saw Chenny last night and he did great. Like it was awesome, but. You know, I just, I don't think I could do it. Like, you can just hear the pulsing sounds of, like, the car music and stuff. It's not, it's not what it's there's supposed a guy to be. Juggling, there's a guy juggling chains outside of his, <laughs> like, chainsaw. Oh, uh, yeah, it's not. It could be the lizard man, actually. I think it, it might be the lizard man. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see him. I just heard him. Um, how many more nights are you in Adelaide? I've got, I'm, we're talking on Sunday. I've got tonight and monday night off and then on tuesday tuesday to friday and then i'll be at the wedding all right great so people in adelaide in south australia can come watch you tuesday to friday night you're working on your new show some tickets yeah yeah and like it's been so nice to have some band bands in and it is weird like the shows here like half the half the shows are full of like the best like cutest loveliest people and then 
there's some kind of some some of the worst people I've ever seen in my life that kind of find their way in. Totally. Um, <laughs> they kind of get. It's always it's there. always the way. There's always some people that are just taking a punt and they hate it. <laughs> well, yeah, it's often like a man who's seen me on Channel Nine, mm. and it's like he's sent me a picture of his gut mm. and tiny little penis, and now he's at my show. Yeah, awesome, awesome. Um, so it's kind of exciting in that. Yeah, way. that is exciting. <laughs> Um, I am, I'll be doing my first run because I'm not doing Adelaide now in Brisbane, March 9 to 11 and then Gold Coast, March 12 to 13. So if people are in Queensland and want to come see me do my show, that's when you can see me. Buy tickets guys. It's so funny. It's going to be Buy tickets. Both our shows. I reckon we're going to have a good one this year. I'm feeling good about it. I know. I think with 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 our community and with our friends, we can get through this. Time. Yeah. All we need is Bam Bam's there to help us make it normal, and no yeah. lizard people, please. No, please. We can't have you in the crowd. Should, it, it freaks us out. If I see lizard man, should I? What should I say to him? Should I go up and say, "I see you. I see you. I I, I feel you, mm. and I I weep I for you. you. I weep. Me and my friend Cam weep for you." <laughs> <laughs> all right, oh all right. Let's all right. Wrap it up. well these are kind of fun it's fun to do these like not not structured ones. yeah little check-in from the all road right. let us know if what you think if you think that you hate it but also be nice yeah true because we don't have much choice at the moment because we're we're both in different cities at different times and it's hard yeah. to coordinate so yeah we're gonna try and do some of these sort of things just riffing around and if you want to send us in questions or whatever for us to answer maybe you can do that as well oh yeah Instagrams. yeah maybe send them in via text that's a good yeah. idea and also you know all you're just listening to us to drown out your own thoughts let's be honest that's so true hopefully we we um helped you with that yeah and just fucking <laughs> google the lizard man have a squiz at his weird head and and oh uh, yeah but don't believe no. him like don't squirt a few tears out if you can <laughs> Yeah. All right. Um, Love you. I'll talk to you soon. Bye, guys. Bye.